Dr. Jonathan Trevor, thank you very much indeed for talking to Judge Business School podcast series today. We do appear to be in a brave new world of work, people working virtually, globally. Do you think we are entering a new ideal of work with new organisational structures to go with it? Um, y- yes and no, actually. Uh, I'm afraid I'm going to be really academic and say it depends, and it depends very much upon the context uh, uh, in which we're having that discussion. Uh, it's certainly fair to say that we have seen progressively over the last uh, certainly 20 to 30 years move away from the bureaucratic type organisation that has pervaded or has been pervasive within uh, most of uh, Western industrialised uh, countries the last uh, last decade, well, last century or so. Um, importantly, we're moving towards something which is more akin to the post-bureaucratic organisation, and the two differ um, along uh, a number of similar dimensions, where the bureaucratic organisation is typically very large, uh, post-bureaucratic organisations are often much smaller, um, where bureaucratic organisations are very formal, uh, post-bureaucratic organisations are largely informal. Um, within uh, employment, within the two types of organisation, in a bureaucracy, you're very much an official, carrying out official duties, and bureaucracies embrace stability um, and also longevity as well. So typically would favour um, a job for life, for example, uh, a, a, a formal career ladder based upon tenure, whereas in the post-bureaucratic organisation, it's around speed, um, intensity of work, flexibility, adaptability. Um, and for individuals within it, it's no longer a case of job for life, but rather um, opportunities for progression and development based upon varied uh, and wide experience. Well, we've seen that Lloyds Bank shedding staff, uh, staff saying they're going to work uh, virtually. Are we going to see more of this? And does it matter? I mean, will everybody be able to be more flexible in the future? So I suppose the question is, uh, will people be left behind in this transition to a new form of working, which one might say virtual teams, virtual working is just one aspect? Um, The answer is inevitably yes. Then what can we do? Because it can't be good if if you have only the more able uh, succeeding and and not the strong supporting the weak. There's something about a team that that, that actually where able people do help the less abled. If we're all going to be in these remote centres just out for ourselves, uh, surely you're going to have a distorted economy. Um, Well, I'm not sure that's true. And if it is true, then I'm not sure that we haven't had a distorted economy throughout the whole entire history of humankind. Um, uh, no, for me, the issue is how do you... Um, well, there's two perspectives. One from the uh, uh, nation-state level. How do you retrain uh, the entire economy to cope and succeed and thrive within this the new economy, the new information age, where increasingly work is individualistic, contracts and employment are individualistic, um, and how one succeeds is defined less by the organisation you work for, but the type of career, skills uh, and the portfolio of experiences that you can offer multiple variety of employers throughout your career. So that's the challenge on a personal basis. It's really um, fundamentally a different psychological contract with one's employer or indeed the organisation that one serves um, as opposed to traditionally how we defined employment, which was through uh, quite simply the legal contract of employment. Um, Work is less now about hands and feet. It is about hearts and minds. Um, and uh, with that has come a series of innovations in workplace practices. Uh, virtual teams are just one. Uh, but fundamentally, all of these things are uh, 
redrawing how we define value, how we define work, how we define well-being. And, and really, uh, it's a huge challenge for all of us uh, to understand what the implications are societally, but also personally as well. But this thing called bureaucracy, it's had its day, has it? No, I don't agree with that. I think uh, in certain, in relative to certain product market, markets, certain uh, types of organisational endeavour, um, where, for example, supply uh, or rather demand is predictable, and so therefore one needs um, steady and uh, predictable supply, then actually bureaucratic style organisations are the most efficient. They are the ideal type relative to that context, relative to that environment, relative to that task. But that isn't what characterises typically um, the British economy, which has moved from a manufacturing and engineering basis to more of a services-based economy and actually has a particular reliance upon knowledge work now. Indeed, one sees this trend, this move uh, in political economy uh, in many Western industrialised nations. Um, and uh, uh, so, so really this is a profound issue. The organisations um, that are key to our economic uh, societal well-being are no longer... Typically, the ideal type, pure bureaucracy. Um, equally, I have to say, I don't think they are the ideal type post-bureaucratic organisation, which, as I mentioned before, is uh, almost, we think of Google in those terms, but actually something in between. Nevertheless, it does require a change in how we go about work. But, but say, for instance, if you look at the Google, Silicon Valley, Syndrome, Flickr, LinkedIn, um, Facebook, all of these things, actually they very much do rely on teams because that's why Silicon Valley is there, because they have networks, networks, and, and that word crops up over and over again. So just finally, in this brave new future, will face-to-face contact matter? It will matter hugely, but um, I think it is just... Uh, it will matter hugely, but uh, in a sense, um, all that simply has nothing's really changed, Bonnie. All that's really changed is that the mechanisms through which we uh, create knowledge uh, and through knowledge value and disseminate that knowledge and that value um, and turn it towards productive ends has just simply changed. In the past, you know, in the bureaucratic style organisation in the empire, we sent telegrams. Now we send email. We uh, before had a, a semaphore. Now we have tweets. That's has not changed. Um, Work is more remote. Um, Work is perhaps more atomized. Um, But actually, um, all of these technological innovations are leading to social innovations um, and and a competence for coping with uncertainty, but also a competence um, that values uh, networks and ability to individuals' ability abilities to influence within those networks, um, all of which is, is a modern um, thing, relatively speaking, on such a wide scale, um, and a good thing for all concerned, if you can do it. Dr. Jonathan Trevor, thank you very much indeed for talking to Judge Business School podcast series today. I've enjoyed it very much. Thank you very much, Bonnie.